What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Talk Steel Kid and Me. I'm one of your hosts, Nat G. Joined by the other half, Brother Silky. Where you at? Yeah, what's up, people? What's up? What's up? What's up, Brother Silky? Hey, it's in the building. Uh, hey, I'm back in Atlanta. Um, after a hard, hard weekend, you know, everybody knows. You know, I, I buried a loved one this weekend on Saturday, and it was rough, man, because death either brings like um like good vibes or bad vibes and and i don't know what happened this weekend but it was a show yeah yeah it was it was it was a show thank god it's over you know what i mean so whew. all right <laughs> well so what's up what what, what what what's up uh, week went by how was your week what happened Oh my God, this week was a hell of a week. And I got some shit to get off my chest this week. So Uh-oh. I want to get into that. Oh, okay. It's one of those. Uh, it's going to be one of them type of shows. Okay. All right. Okay. Before we do that, okay, I want everybody to recognize that this show is brought to you by Ordering Chaos Clothing. Go visit them at www.recognizetheorder.com or visit them on IG, which is Ordering Chaos, O-R-D-E-R-A-N-D-K-H-A-O-S, clothing on IG. You know what I mean? Please support smaller black businesses out there. It's Black History Month, people. Support, support, support. It it is it is. Before we get into that, though, remember we always supposed to come with a a little something something that we like to call Black History Facts. 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 (laughs) What's your fact for the day? Let let me know. What's yours? You know my my fact for the day actually is. Uh, something closer to the heart um since this is the last one that we're actually going to be able to get out before black yep. history is over um i want to talk about uh my grandma uh my mm-hmm. grandma uh grandma marge was a pillar in a community in jamaica um black history uh we look at it uh, from the historical side of things that have happened in the past to people we generally don't know. And, you know, we talk about their accolades and everything else. I want to talk about my grandma. My grandma um, raised so many kids in the community. She was an amazing baker. And she was the grandmother who made me feel loved. I don't know if y'all have like grandparents like that. You know that grandparent, even though you got other siblings, she made yeah. you feel like you was that special sibling. Like, and she yeah. made all of us feel that way. You know what I mean? But I love my grandma. I miss my grandma Marge. And she's amazing. And she's my black history. So I just wanted to throw that out there. You That's know what I mean? so sweet. That's yeah. really sweet. What about you? You got a black history fact? I'm actually going to go factual <laughs> because right. I love this man so much. We're going to talk about uh, Nat King Cole. Ooh, yeah. So 
Everybody knows him from the jazz world, but he was the first black American to host a TV show. Really? On NBC. Yeah. And it was called the Nat King Cole show. Oh, okay. So there's a little fact for y'all. No, I like that one. That's, that's cool. Um, Oh, okay. All right. So I'm going to give y'all one last fact before we throw it into the chaotic thing that we like to call Toxic to Me show. Um, jazz and African-American musical form born out of the blues, ragtime, and marching bands originated in Louisiana during the turn of the 19th century. Now, here's something that I thought was really cool, though. The word jazz is a slang mm-hmm. term that at one point referred to a sexual act. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. that's what that's what I said. I was like, "Oh, really?" You know, come come to think of it, I think I did do a little jazz back in the day. Um, <laughs> think, no, I'm gonna pop up in here. <laughs> okay, I th- I think I did. I, th- I think I did. I I hurt my back doing the jazz. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was trying to take this real serious, but I already know what kind of show this is. Kind of <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right, all right. Uh, Black hit. Oh, you know what? Let, let's always begin the show. We're giving people our, our information. Uh, Nat G, what's your IG so people can follow you? So my IG is Natty Buddy and A T T I I B U D D Y. And what's yours? And I'm Brother Silky, B-R-U-T-H-A-S-I-L-K-A-A-A-Y. Because I'm extra like that, like the oxtail gravy that you asked for from the Jamaican lady behind the counter that really gives you a dirty look and says, well, I've none of that. (laughs) But you still get it anyway. Extra, extra, extra. Um, Again, people, I want y'all to understand, I'm an oxtail firing, hell, to the tail slow it down all right uh on to the show I, I mean i know you was anxious and this is a show you hit me up you say yo brother silky we gotta do this show and you was real anxious with it and to be honest i need a little something hype and happy because of the chaos that i just came from so let's get the show started what you want to talk about today girl okay all right first off first let's talk about this whole gorilla girl glue madness that's been going on on twitter instagram for the last what about two three weeks now oh god okay all right all right i'm not so much focused on the girl i'm focused on the doctor all right talk to me about the doctor now all right i want to know okay and your opinion on this did the doctor actually do it in good faith or did he do it for self-promotion he did it for both he because did it for both. That's obvious. He obviously did it for both. Okay. So my thing yeah. is... <clears throat> so there's been other videos online of stupid people actually... Yes, I'm going to say the word stupid people. Um, have been using this whole Gorilla Glue nonsense on other parts of their body that they shouldn't be using. Now, my thing is this. Homegirl got a lot of money from the GoFundMe yeah. and Mr. Doctor didn't actually charge her to do the whole procedure that needed yeah. to be done. Um, I want to know what was the, okay. So he didn't charge her. That's fine. That's cool. 
But now he's saying that he came up with his own invention to take the stuff out of her hair. Yeah, he did. But the stuff that he made was like goo gone. Well, no. So he added some um, some ingredients together that have never been added together in that way, which is a brand new formula. That's how most things start, right? They always mm-hmm. start with uh, products uh, that were used in other ways. And then, you know, they put them all together. Because it's never been put together, it's a brand new product. Congrats to him. I mean, that's... That that yeah. was a great idea to me. That's yeah. big. That's yeah. But now it comes to the point where I'm like thinking, was it done for good faith or was it done for self-promotion of the business? Because now you're gonna get a lot more opportunities of business. And that's cool. You know, you want your business to, you know, boom and stuff like that. But what happens when people start taking advantage of it? What happens when um, people are saying, but you did this, so why can't you do this for me? Or what happens? Yeah, but I mean, just like anything that you do, any business owner, I'm an entrepreneur myself. There's a lot of things that you do um, out of the kindness of your heart to benefit another party. But there's also something that you do in terms of business by helping others. and, Mm -hmm. And in turn, it helps you. Read the advertising. She obviously was a popular person at that point in time. But let's keep in mind, he was her last um, help, like her her last hope. You know what I mean? Like she tried everything else. Gorilla Glue reached out and gave her suggestions. And none of that worked. She already went to the hospital and that didn't help. So I'm glad that it took a black history fact, a black man who created a brand new product made for people. That he used it on it. I mean, in the end, he got uh, a lot of uh, notoriety from that. Um, he gained a lot of uh, followers, obviously, on his social media platforms. But also, in terms of business, he's a surgeon in, in, in L.A., man. I mean, you advertise one way or another. So, there's, yeah. there's nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with I just hope it was done in like good faith and it wasn't. Like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely um, positive it was done in good faith, but I'm absolutely positive that homeboy also knew that it was going to big himself up and people were going to be like, yeah, I want to go to this dude now. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I was thinking yeah. about it myself. Like, sometimes, I, you know, I, I don't know if anybody else looks at themselves. So, funny story. Well, let's look at story time. Story time. <laughs> thing after that whole gorilla glue girl thing did her her stuff and she got it out i was like yo that's cool that's that's good but i was also thinking surgery myself i was like you know what a negro like me is pretty big like you know i'm I'm, I'm bigger than i used to be wait 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 wait. tell me this is not no crazy bypass or whatever you're thinking of doing Hey, let me tell my story. I you you do you. Fine. Let me do me. I, I so so I was looking at myself in the mirror. So I don't know if anybody else out there does this. Uh, I don't know. Like when you're waking up, or like when you're getting dressed, you look at yourself and you're like, you know what? You are not a bad looking mother son. You know what I mean? Like I look at myself like that. I'm like, oh man, I'm a good looking man. Look at my face and everything else, and I'm like, cool. Then I, I mean, then I don't do that. Who will? But okay, yeah. Right, but then I take a step back and I realize like the image is getting bigger as I step back. Uh, it's not supposed to. Uh, and then <laughs> I realize that 
that that the body is getting bigger when it's not supposed to. Um, so then I, I did something which was, was strange. I looked at myself. I had a shirt on. And I said, oh, man, I must be losing weight because I look better in the shirt. So here's the thing I've been doing, people. Uh, daily, I started doing 300 push-ups a day. I was very proud of myself, started getting that in, right? I figured to myself, that's a good way to start. It, it's like, um, you know, it's pandemic. It's still cold outside, so you can't really go outside for a run. You can't hit the gym. So you start doing different things for yourself. So I started doing 300 push-ups a day. I've been at this now for about two months, and my chest is feeling really good. Like, I no longer have man breasts. I got a man chest. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just letting you know boobies. that a lot of women do love the dad bods. I'm just saying. I hear you. So here's what I did. I kept it sexy up top and I kept it regular down low. What I meant? <laughs> so you're going to be that big, heavy toothpick. <laughs> My dumb ass uh, is still eating the way that he wants to. So the chest is looking good. Uh, but as the chest grew, so did the belly. Um, so people, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, I looked at myself. Here's a, here's the problem that I have, and I start recognizing. See, I understand the tricks of what you women are doing now. So I was wearing a black shirt. I didn't realize that black hid things as well as it did. So I looked in the mirror. I was a black shirt. I was looking really good. I was like, ooh. Got the face lined up. Oh my god, he figured out the secret that we yeah did. figured. I got the face lined up. I was like, ooh, looking at myself. I was doing a magic mic dance in the mirror, people. No, I was doing the roll no, and everything else. But I started realizing something. Uh, my belly roll is not really a roll. It's more like um complete body movement because my belly was getting kind of big. Uh. I turned to the side, people, and I realized <laughs> that I was the same size turning to the side. <laughs> the chest was nice, but the belly was supersized. I said to myself, "So you, you, you forgot? You forgot? You forgot? <laughs> I, I forgot to do the crunches, people. I forgot to do the crunches. I did the push-up, but I forgot to do the crunches, people." Uh, that is so funny. So I just incorporated crunches this week. Just wanted to let y'all know uh, I incorporated crunches. So what about your legs? You can't work out the top portion of your body and then leave the, no. the bottom part like a toothpaste. No, my legs are pretty good because I still walk all over the place. I still get in my 10,000 steps daily. I still get that in. Yeah. So so my legs have never been small. Even when I was skinny, they was never small. So I'm okay there. Um, I'm just trying to lose the the, the belly and the waist because here's the thing people here's the thing here's the thing um i'm a traveler i'm a big traveler um i like to travel a lot uh i don't know if y'all know this but different airlines have different size seats um some of the seats oh, some of the seats ain't made for people uh bigger than normal uh so you know, I got on the seat. I was cool. And then uh, the airline stewardess came by and said, uh, sir, please buckle your seatbelt. Um, <laughs> uh, people. Why? Why are we doing this right now? <laughs> so, so, people, she came. 
asked me to buckle the seatbelt the first time, I looked at the seatbelt, I looked at my belly, I looked back at the seatbelt, I looked at my belly, and I said, this is not going to happen. Um, <laughs> You know what? Some things we should not share. So here's the, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing, people. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right? So uh, what happened is... um. I put, I put, you know, I like how the seatbelt got like two parts, the buckle part and then the part that's yeah. in the buckle part. So I took the buckle part and I just put it across my lap. Um, <laughs> to make it look like you actually, <laughs> why are you doing this? Oh my God. You're going to make me cry this episode of laughter. Here's, this is too much for me. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think stewardess are racist. Okay. I think they're really racist. I think I had a, a racist stewardess because she came back around and said, sir, I thought I told you. Now, here's the thing. Anybody who saw would see that the buckle is across my lap. There is no way that you could possibly see that the other side was not buckled in because I'm at the window. So you can't see that this lady leaned her her neck. She was Caucasian people. Yes, she was. She's Caucasian and said, sir, you have to buckle it in. I looked at her and I said, I'm about to get kicked off this damn plane because I'm about to cuss this damn lady and I'm going to take off my damn mask when I do it. Anyways, I realized I was far from home, so I had to buckle it. So what I did is, um, uh, <clears throat> um, uh, I sucked in my gut, people. I sucked in my gut. I sucked it in. I sucked, I sucked in my gut, people, and I, I buckled it in. Um, she wasn't. She wasn't racist. You were just too. <laughs> She was she was racist because nobody's ever, ever no. nobody's ever come around to me and told me to buckle in my seatbelt more than once. It's because never, y'all don't listen. It's never ever happened. Uh, anyway, so I, I sucked in my stomach. That's hilarious. I sucked in my stomach uh, and I didn't I didn't um I, I didn't order any water or any juice because if I had taken anything extra <laughs> You, you would have bust everything open, right? Yeah. We don't need to. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing, though. The reason why I did that is because I realized that there were some people who was bigger than me. Like, I'm a big boy, but I'm kind of bulky. I'm not fat, fat like that, even though I got a little belly. I'm- but you have to also remember, because I went to the doctors, too. Yeah. And I was told that yeah. I was kind of getting a little bit more thicker. I don't listen to doctors and, no more. Mm-mm. No, I know. And but the thing is when I stepped on the, you know, on the scale, I was like hell no. Right. So what and and one thing too is that she told me it's because I was tall. So yeah. you're not exactly short. You're not a short man. So no, you're like no, you're big. I, you're you're tall. Yeah, no, I'm not short. I'm not. I, you know, I'm I, I'm what white people call obese. What what black girls call a cuddly teddy bear. But I'm not. If I get up, I'm not huffing and puffing. You know what I mean? Like I can fit through stalls and everything else. Like I'm all right there. I, I just realized that uh, there were people bigger than me, and the lady who was racist, by the way. Um, <laughs> She said, do you need an extender? Not to me, but to the other people. So she went out and got uh, um, seatbelt extenders. I, I didn't want she to do that. She probably thought you didn't need one. No, no. I just didn't want to get that because so I sucked in my stomach. Because I'm you not a... You are so to, funny. I, 
I'm not about to be showed out by no racist uh, stewardess. You are too much. You are hilarious. No, but she knew I sucked in my stomach because she came around three times asking me if I wanted something to drink. She just, she, I think she just wanted hey. to laugh. She needed a laughter. They do not offer drinks on planes anymore, but she offering me drink. I said, Heffa, if you don't take... <laughs> All right. Okay. That's that's the end of my story. Anyways, um, that's too uh, funny. Yeah. Yo, so I want to talk about something that happened this weekend. Okay. Oh yeah. And what you got? I called, letting my listeners know. I actually called uh, brother Silk, and I was like, "You ain't gonna believe what this nigga just told me." Okay. All right. I want everybody to hear this, and the reason why I want everybody to hear it is so that we can jump into the segment of. Girl, WTF, okay? All right. Now, I'm in a guy. Every now and then, we would say hi to each other, small conversations. Uh, it's not something that it's ongoing. Anyways, uh, we met through mutual friends, and I thought it was a great opportunity for networking, getting to know people through this you know, whole entire pandemic. I wasn't seeking, still not really seeking, hence why I'm dating around, but it's not something that's like the top of my priority list. Now, we were having a conversation and it went into feeling thyself too much. And I could not stop laughing in his face because I'm just like, what the fuck? Okay. I had this man tell me that the reason why he's not pursuing me, it's nothing that has to do with me, but he's trying to protect me so that I can focus on my school studies because he knows he has that type of aura to come into a woman's life and basically distract a woman from what they really want to achieve in their life to focus on (laughs) him. Wait, wait. Oh, right. so that was- <laughs> so so he yeah. said to you, "Wait, how does a conversation like that come up?" I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't even remember what we were talking about, to be honest. For it to lead into something like this, because I didn't give any indication or anything for the conversation to take this turn. I don't rem- like, and and this is the funny part is that it this is what sticked out to me because I think he just randomly started talking about us. And it just led into a conversation like this, and I'm just like, yeah, okay. So, so y'all was sitting down, and homeboy just said, "Hey, by the way, you know what? It's been a great conversation, but I want you to know, I'm not pursuing you, so you okay?" And then you said something. Yeah, like I didn't even ask. I didn't even ask. I didn't say, "Why aren't you looking at me?" or "Why aren't you pursuing me?" Because again, in my mind, I'm not thinking about like you know starting a relationship with this person. I'm not thinking about actually like you know anything further at this moment in my life. We're still, you know, it's just talking. Hi, how you doing? We don't even have everyday conversations. So for him to be like. By the way, I'm just letting you know the reason why I'm not pursuing you. And I, honest to God, I don't remember the, the, the conversation before because this is what sticked out in my mind. And when he said that, I literally sat in front of his face and I busted out laughing. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I had to ask him. I was like, give me five seconds. Let me catch my breath and let me respond the way I, I feel like I want to respond. <laughs> so what'd you say to him? I didn't even get a chance to say anything just yet. And then he looked at me and then he was like, you know, what's the joke? 
And I'm like, nigga, did you just hear what you just said? And he's like, yeah, but it's true because, you know, I've seen in the past where, you know, I've been in relationships with women or trying to seek them and, you know, they get distracted from what they're doing and I'm doing you a favor. I'm he's, he's basically telling me how he's seeking me. And then he's also telling me that, you know, if he didn't have the opportunity to get to know me and stuff and he's he kept on saying that he's doing me a favor and whatever. Now. I don't know if he was trying to be smooth or if he was trying to be funny or if he was just trying to be like, don't take it this way. That's not the way I'm trying to say. But Silk, when I tell you I laughed in his face because the fuck? Question mark, question mark. Girl, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. That, that was my. I'm trying to figure out yeah. how the hell. So y'all was. Okay. First of all, just so the audience knows. Is this the Gucci loafer guy? The fake Gucci loafer guy? Absolutely not. Are you crazy? Uh, I'm just going to mention hey. out that it seems like I have great taste in men because I, it's just all the, it's just, it's just great. It's great taste in men I seem to have. Okay. I'm, I'm actually being sarcastic. Apparently so, man. Like, I don't know. You, you mix your Kool-Aid with Splenda. I don't know how the hell you find these brothers, but whatever. Um, So, hold on. Okay. So you didn't even respond the way that you should have yeah all right so long story short um when he said what he said and i finished you know laughing out loud in front of his face i basically just asked him i was like what gave you the impression that i was that type of woman like you know am i saying something to make you lead into that idea that i would give up my life before you came into it for a man I mean, yes, I'm studying. So what did he say? He was super quiet. And the thing is that we don't even talk as often. So there's no resolution for him to think that, you know, I'm that type of female. Maybe in the past it has worked for him or it has happened to him. But you can't apply what you did in the past to somebody in the future or anything that you're trying to connect in the future. It's not going to work. So I honestly, I was just like, again... Girl, what the fuck? Yes. And the crazy part yeah. is, is that he was recommended for networking. He was recommended because he's a you know nice person. Um, was he older than you? Yeah, yo. Uh, like, like really old? Like, is he like? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, like early forties, maybe late thirties. Oh, oh, oh. Um. <laughs> so you know what? So it doesn't matter what age it is, but baby, it's, it's in the forties too. Motherfuckers are acting up. Oh well, uh, you know, uh, nah, I, get, I can't even defend homeboy. I, you I, ain't got shit to say. No, nah, I don't even know what to tell homeboy that. Um, I, that's just stupid. It's, it's quite unfortunate. As a white person once told me, it's quite unfortunate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. My nigga, I, I don't, you know, sometimes it, it's so weird. Sometimes, um, this is what I, I, I will say about men. Um, a lot of men, I'm not generalizing. I'm saying a lot of men that I've seen and heard stories of, um, from people, uh, are very childlike in their thought process. So things that have happened to them in the past, they kind of want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. So I'm pretty sure 
that what transpired with him is he was uh, he was told already that he wasn't God's gift. And so maybe he tries to big up his own self and kind of make it out there like he's a big deal. And if he chooses to kind of settle with you, you just know that you got yourself something good. Some guys are like that. Um, and then there's other guys that pretty much should be like, hey, man, were you ready? We good. Let's do this. Uh, do you? I'm going to do me. Uh, but he sound like he's the kind of dude that's like, um, oh, you know who he sound like? He He's the dude from coming to America. You know when Eddie Murphy and them <laughs> had, the, had the rose girls in front of him? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he sound like he that type of dude that need like rose petals put in front of him and all of that. But uh, that's unfortunate. Can I ask you? Uh, what, it is unfortunate. What, what website did you find this guy on? Okay, let's let's correct the words. It wasn't a website I found him on. It was uh, Facebook where I guess because we have mutual friends, he added me and that was that. Now I want to make that very clear. But but what made you add this guy? I, I'll be honest. Look at you fishing. No, but for real, I I just thought it was a great opportunity of networking, getting to know people once again. Um, when you have mutual friends with somebody, you're obviously gonna add them because nine times out of ten, you've probably seen them before. Um, however. You know, you have those random times where you send somebody a friend request or that person sends you a friend request and you're not thinking of anything because, again, you have mutual friends. Okay, no, but, okay, so did mutual friends tell you to add him or is it because okay, I'm... No, no, so I actually, I just added and asked questions after. Um, I asked, you know, is this person okay or if they're cool? But then again, you see certain things on their profile and they're like, okay, they're, you're, you know, this person's a sensible person. Uh, however, <laughs> again, sometimes you just add people just to add people. Obviously, you see their profile picture and you see that they look decent. So it's going to spark interest for you to just add them. Yeah. I didn't think anything of it. Or I wasn't, you know, and again, I don't use Facebook as a dating website. It's more of a networking website, in my opinion. And especially now that I'm doing this podcast, I want to interact with different personalities, different people, you know, hear what they have to say about uh, things that we talk about. But yeah, however, I will say, <laughs> don't do what I do. I mean, don't do anything that I do because, yeah, uh-huh. You mean laugh in his face? I mean, looking back at it, yeah. So don't laugh in anybody's face when, you know, because it, it just seems insulting. But that was weren't for a laugh. I am so sorry, yeah. but I couldn't help myself. But um, I think it was more of a reality check for him because, baby, like... you just don't ever do that men please don't ever do that if you're interested in someone and you want to make it a point uh that you're interested in them but you're you know stepping back don't do it like Mm. that that ain't it it's just not it because he came off as arrogant like super arrogant and that completely like turned me off so yeah okay okay so here's a question then okay you you met homeboy on facebook what made you want to meet him in person He's not a bad guy. Like personality wise, he's he's honestly not a bad guy. Um, when you talk to him, he has sense. Like he's actually sensible. But I think like for me, um, I don't if I'm adding somebody on social uh, media or like Twitter, Instagram, whatever, 
I'm not looking right away to say, yo, like this guy is so good looking. I'm going to be in a relationship with them or I like them off the bat. Um, because I don't even yeah. add people with the intent that I want to be with them or anything like that. You know, that's that's kind of crazy to me. So when I added him and I said, you know, it, it, sure, why not meet up or why not talk and get to know each other? I'm not sitting there thinking, yeah, we're going to be married into the sunset and that's pretty much it. You know, I don't go with the intentions of meeting people face to face with, you know, thoughts of being with them intimately or anything. It's literally to get to know people to also, you know, get to network. And some of the listeners probably don't know this, but I'm not originally from Canada. Like I'm I was raised in New York. So for me, this is a great opportunity to put myself out there, getting to know people, build friendships and do things like that. So overall, when I met him, it was strictly platonic in my mind. You know, it wasn't anything to do with wanting him intimately. So anyways, here's a few advice from my dumbass story. <laughs> Is if the person isn't messaging you daily, if the person isn't talking to you, you know, on that level, don't assume that they want something from you or they want a relationship with you. Because I think that's what happened in his mind because I am not asking, I am not seeking, I am not telling you that I'm interested. I don't message you every single day. I don't keep up with you every single day. If we're talking and it's awkward conversation, take that as a sign as, oh, it's just simply friends or associate. I'm not here to tell you, hey, baby, I'm interested in you. And this goes for both men and women because women don't see the signs they keep pushing for certain men because they see you know like on social media for example that you know this guy's good looking and he has a stable job or he has something in common with with whatever you have in common and they think this person is it you meet one or two times and the the vibes are good it's spicy whatever your conversation you, you know for that whole week and everything is up up and up and then two weeks later you're like, yo, no conversating. There's no, you know, everything is down to a limit. You guys don't see each other as often or whatever the case is. And I'm using my example to pinpoint, girl, don't do this because like it, it just, it kind of opened my eyes to maybe I, I need to stop adding random ass people on Facebook just because we have mutual friends doesn't mean shit. But at the same time, it's kind of like, take this as a sign and let people know that if somebody is not communicating with you often, if you are not seeing this person daily, if they have no interest in talking to you by giving you one word answers, then please understand that they're not interested in you. I agree there. Completely agree. 150%. 150%. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. I, I, I don't know. I... You know, I know some people out there that they they seek too much attention. It, it, it's cra- it's crazy to me. Like they 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 go out of the way to seek the attention, and when they don't get it the way that they want it, they go crazy, which is dumb. Don't make no sense to me whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like I think there's so many people in this world that people who seek attention can find people who want. To give them that attention. Y'all need to get together and stop wasting other people's time. You know what I mean? But uh, it sounds like, um, you know, uh, 
you uh, had a fun date. It was, boy, bye. Uh, <laughs> it was fun date. Go ahead. Let me know. Now, another thing uh-huh. that I've been seeing very uh-huh. often, and I would like answers. So, two of my girls added me on this group. And on, what kind of group is on it? social media. I'm going to get into it. Okay. And on Facebook. Yeah. And. Okay. I don't know why they added me in the group, but anyways, I'm here for the, you know, whatever life experience. And basically it's a group that is all full of women. And there's one guy in there and it's the guy that owns the group. And he's associated with other females that moderates the group. Uh, I'm not going to say the group's name, but know that it's, it's all about uh, one man giving advice to all these women on what they should not do. And by doing this, they have to follow a particular certain rules. Huh? Okay. 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 Yeah. What part you confused? At? So Let me clear it up. Women add more women to get advice from this one guy. Yeah. So this group actually has like thousands of women all over the world. The group is based in the UK. So this guy thinks, I guess he's Jesus for women to what not to do or to follow the rules when it comes to seeking a man or finding true love or whatever to avoid. And what young people like to say today, fuck boys. Okay. Okay. Um, now, there was this particular lady that was there, and um, this goes back to, you know, seeking signs. And she basically wrote, you know, she was she was talking to this guy. The guy was giving her one-word answers and whatever the case is. She actually showed the message on the group. And um, she wrote this long, huge-ass speech about why she's going to unmatch him from whatever dating profile she's, she's on. Okay. And she also started questioning, why don't men ever take accountability for uh, certain things? Like, when they're just not interested, why can't you guys say it? Or when something is wrong, why why can't you, as a man, own up to certain things? Like, she just started asking a lot of questions that really just seem to be very generalized. So, because you are a man and because I am a woman... Why is it hard for men to take accountability for certain things? And do you find that women should stop trying to seek accountability from men? And if it's not working for you, is it at that point we should just walk away? Uh, okay. Uh, I mean. Am I hitting you with all these? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just thinking like, you know, women, the, the group that you're in, um, all the women are in that group to get advice from one guy. And I'm trying not to be like a all knowing kind of guy to give advice. I I'll give you, uh, I'll give you my perspective on what you just said. I won't give you advice. I won't give you advice. I'll just give you my perspective. Here's the thing is that each individual deals with things differently. Some people are not a communicative type of person. They, they don't understand the nuances of, of positive communication or even communication at all. So you're pulling blood from a stone, essentially. But again, you have no one to blame but yourself. Sorry to say, but you have no one to blame but yourself. 
if, Absolutely. If you start dealing with somebody and after a period of time, you start recognizing patterns and the patterns don't make any sense to you. They're frustrating to you or they're just negative in your eyes. Then it is up to you to say, I've had enough. A lot of guys, keep in mind when you're dating, a lot of women have this thing and we've already talked about it where they want to put their energy in one person. Uh, a lot of men don't feel that way. A lot of men date multiple women. Um, so if you're not getting the attention, it's because of numerous factors. Could be outside factors such as work, family, etc. It could be dating factors, his eye on somebody else. It could just be the interaction between the two of you is just off. And a lot of women, they want to um, blame the guy and be like, why can't you be man enough to say something? Well, here's the thing. You should be women enough to know when you're not needed or wanted. Sorry to say, but men, it's the same advice to you also. You should be man enough to know when trying to pursue somebody and they're not trying to be pursued. You, you got to know when to be like, yeah. All right, you know what? I'm going to tuck yeah. my pants, my shirt in my pants. I'm going to fix myself up. I'm not going to act brand new. And I'm going to walk away in the sunset because that's essentially what you have to do. There is no way that somebody can give you a specific reason for somebody that they have never met why they are doing what they're doing. I've never met the individuals, so I can't speak on them. I can only talk about things that have happened to me because, again, I've stated in previous podcasts that I am not an expert, but I am an expert in my life yeah. and the way that I have lived. So I can give you expert advice from my point of view in how to deal with the situation. It is up to you to take that information, just like any cook that is out there. You can take a recipe, but you got to add your own special sauce to it to give it that special flavor. So take a little bit of the blueprint, mix a little bit with your own knowledge of the individual and, and do with it as you may. You know what I mean? But it, it, that's just not um, a female having issues with male thing. I know a lot of males are having issues with females with the same thing. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, so I agree. So this is going to be a part. I'm going to, you know, say this as girl, do not do this. What the fuck moment. Yeah. Okay. So we already gave the first advice, which yeah. is if you are not getting back the same consistency that you were putting in, or, drop it or that you would like or that you would or like. that you would like yes. yeah drop yeah. it it's not for you right? right the second thing is just like last week when you asked me do i why is it that women get advice from single other single women i wouldn't get advice from one man in that group yeah 
from yeah. one single man because it's just his, you know, he doesn't speak for every man. Right. And there's no rules. There's, I mean, you can have rules and standards for yourself, absolutely. But there's no rules on how to pick a man. That makes, it's honestly, it makes no sense to me because, again, every man is different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you're right. it's how you it's what you want for yourself and what your standards are in order to seek a man that you would like to find and build your future with but to go to us um, one man in the entire world full of penises to ask how can i get a man and follow his rules i kind of think it's bullshit yeah so I, if you're in groups like that mm, yeah no i think it's bullshit. i, I, I think um when when you, when you wise men have never taken one source for wisdom it just yeah. it doesn't work that way you need to collect numerous uh, amounts of information from multiple sources decipher what works and what is honest and what is true and utilize that for yourself what i yeah. am, what i am tired of are women asking general questions pertaining to men and coming at it in a negative light without truly thinking to themselves, maybe I need to check myself first. Here's the thing, mm -hmm. ladies, no man is perfect. And I'm sorry to say, ladies, you are not God's gift to man. As much as that may hurt your feelings, you are not. I, I will be honest with you. And men are not God's gift to women. Sorry to tell y'all guys, but you're not. Here's what you are. You are a blessing to an individual who has an opening in their life that you fit into in a positive manner. What I, what I mean by that is as great as you are, as great as the other person is, together you may not be great. Yeah. What, what you can be is you can be a blessing at a time in their life that they need you to be. If yeah. time in life is life is a lifetime, then that's great. But you're not his greatest gift and you're not the gift to him. You're a blessing. The gift that you have been given is life. And that means you need to live it. That is your gift. Your gift is not necessarily your life to that individual, but your gift is you living your life. If you're in a relationship, in a situation ship, in a talking ship, in a any type of ship, boat ship, rum ship, daughter ship, courtship, friendship, any type of ship, <laughs> for real, and, and, and it's not going the way that you think that it should go. It should go three ways. You have a conversation, honest and open, and talk to the individual, honest and true, and be like, you know what? Here's a situation. How do you feel about what is happening right now? Because yeah. a lot of times we make up things in our head that the other party has no clue about. And the other party's like, man, you are one yeah. crazy individual. How many times have women heard that? You yeah. are crazy. And you're thinking to yourself, how dare he say that to me? But realistically, if you were to take the conversation you had and was listening to yourself, you sound crazy as hell. So the first thing, first thing you need to do is check yeah. yourself. Men, women, check yourself. 
Find out who you are and what you represent and what you would like in that particular relationship. Any relationship after that will be something completely different anyway. So, so talk to that person, take in the information. And if it changes for the positive, that's great. If it does not change, take that as a pass to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this goes into the next, the next thing that I want to bring up the next point. Um, yeah. I've had multiple friends, multiple female friends, um, you know, tell me they met this guy, they've been dating for six, seven months, and they're already washing the guy's clothes, they're already cooking them dinner, they're doing stuff like whatever. Girl, what the fuck? Okay, no, 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 and no. All right, I can't speak for everybody. Wait, 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 wait. So you think that's You've a only known this person for four or five months, maybe six months on a good day, and you're already washing his clothes? Okay. So the washing the clothes is the issue. Because you also re- you no, also said cooking no, no, his no, no, meals no, 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 and no. stuff like that. My thing is, my thing is, okay? Yeah. A lot of men like to ask this question, and I up to this day, I still don't understand it. What... <laughs> wifey duties okay how can you how can a woman or how can you know someone is wifey material um if they don't do this these things already off the bat you've only known me for six months and you're expecting me to wash your clothes you're expecting me to give you wifey treatment after only knowing me for six months that's boo-boo the clown behavior i'm sorry but that is boo-boo the clown jackass behavior six months and you want me to do that no yeah, here's the thing. I I, I think it, it, that's weird in itself when people talk about wifey and hubby duties and all. There's no such thing. Like, yeah. there, there's no such thing. If you have a wife and you expect her to cook, clean, and all the rest of that stuff, then essentially what you have is a slave. I I I don't get that. Yeah, you get what I mean. If you're looking, if you're looking for particular things in a female. As in, can she wash? Yes, because she washes her own clothes. Can she cook? Obviously, because she feeds herself. Is she clean? Is she clean? We'll take a look at herself. You know, take. Is she employable? Then that's then then you look at at that. And that's my thing. I totally agree with you because if you know yeah. what a woman, what type of woman uh, you're interested in, and you want to make your wife, it's up to the man to actually look and see if if that woman is what fits in the part, you know, in his criteria, but. Yep. When you have women giving too much and they haven't really received anything that they want in a husband as husband material or husband criteria or whatever they fit for a husband, then you're doing something wrong. Because nine times out of ten, I'm I'm let's be real. Nine times out of ten, when women over, you know, give, when they overdo things, they don't get it back in return. That's interesting. And I say that. I say that. And yes, it maybe have something to do with the the type of men that some of these women are going after. But I say this to say that things, in my opinion, needs to be taken slow. I know nobody wants to hear this because everybody believes that when you find somebody and you're interested in them and they make you feel good, they make you feel, you know, beautiful, sexy, they make you happy, you make them happy, whatever the case is, it's going smooth and whatever. It still doesn't matter. If they make you feel like that, if you don't know the person well, 
Because that's the whole point of dating. That's the whole point of getting to know each other. You're still trying to understand each other. You're still trying to see their flaws. You're still trying to see whatever. What is the point of me? It's like, you know, you and I are dating. And then all of a sudden in three weeks or to a month, I'm already washing your clothes. What? Maybe it's just me, but I'm just trying to say don't do that shit. I I don't know if it's just you. I, I I don't know what requirements people have in their lives. I I will say this. If you do things based off of the fact that you want to do it and there was not a request made, that's fine. But if you're doing things based off of the request of somebody else that is labor intensive, then there's a problem with that. I.e. washing the dishes, washing the clothes, you know, ironing this stuff, cooking and clean, like all the stuff that you would do if you were in a relationship. Here's the thing. If you are not in a relationship, you don't necessarily have to put yourself in a position where in the end, if things don't work out, you will be hurt by doing everything all up front without there being some sort of partnership agreement. So by by me saying that is, okay, mm-hmm. you start talking to somebody. Y'all are just talking, but I mean... Um, you're over his house, he's over your house. You guys are really getting to know each other. You don't necessarily have a relationship, but it is going in that direction. Um, he's over at your house, you know, he mentioned something about oh man, I see that you you you're wicked with washing clothes. You know, a lot of guys try to do that stuff. And he says to you, Hey, can yeah, you yeah. wash mine? Uh that 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 should be your first red flag. You get what I mean? Um, if if yeah. you're cooking something and he's always over at your house, and and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, "So, what are you cooking today?" That's a red flag. You get what I mean? Like those are those are red, yellow. Now, yeah. if he's over at your house, and let's just say y'all went out someplace and he spent the night, or you know he was there for a weekend. Um, and you see some of the clothes that he has and you took it upon yourself to wash it, that is okay. If he happens to come over and you say to him, hey, babe, I was about to cook something for myself. Can I cook you something? There's nothing wrong with that. But keep in mind, anything that you do, he should be able to do that for you also without being asked. So here's the, <laughs> so here's the thing, okay? I'm laughing because... yeah. Maybe this is why I'm single. Anyways, <laughs> here's the thing. You can't do, in my opinion, I don't think, you know, a woman should be giving too much so soon. I don't think a man should be giving too much so soon as well. Because, again, um, when you're dating, and and I, I, I don't think everybody thinks of relationship uh, like the steps in relationship as far as like dating or exclusively dating and then being whatever. I I don't think a lot of people think of, you know, relationships like that because for me dating is like I said, last episode is getting to know each other. Right. Um, when you're dating around, you're collecting yeah, data yeah. from all the people that you're dating to see who matches with who, or who you feel would be a good person for you. Right now, again, 
I've I it's not a secret that I've been dating and certain things I would not do for men because I'm not in a relationship with them you know like certain things like I I just think okay so me for example of dating with somebody um if we especially if we haven't been sexual with each other I'm not sleeping over your house makes sense um and it's it's I don't want you sleeping at my house either if we're Absolutely casually getting sense. to know, yeah, and we're getting to know each other, um, there's no, I don't want you to sleep at my house. I, I mean, there's, it's just boundaries for everything, right? We're not there yeah. yet. We're still getting to know each other. Now, I have, right. I have girlfriends that, you know, they will meet a guy three weeks or four weeks and two weeks maybe. They're already in their house and they're sleeping together. I, there's no judgment. Everybody has, you know, if that's the way you work, you work. But I'm saying, don't do that shit. And. One reason why I'm saying don't do that shit is because women mix their emotions, mix lust, and think it's love. That and that is a that's a true damn statement. Yeah, and, and that's not just women; that's men too. Uh, people yeah. in general mix that feeling of lust with the 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 warmth feeling of true love. Yeah, and they mix that up. Yep, you're right. Yeah. And they mix it up. It's a thin line. And, you know, when they do that, they get all lost and their emotions are now conflicted because, again, the guy gets comfortable or the female gets comfortable. I'm not going to say female because lately a lot of people have been very, you know, agitated with this word. A woman has gotten, you know, very just high strong on the whole thing. And then everybody, it's just a whole falling apart type of situation. And I say this because you're, you gave yourself already and you already, you know, given them what they want, or maybe what you guys have been thinking about because you're lusting and then there's nothing else to it. Mind you, maybe for some people, it doesn't work like that. Maybe it's different from, for others, but I'm saying nine times out of 10, I've heard the same things over and over from my female friends. And I've heard it a lot from my guy friends too, where, you know, they go and they meet this wonderful girl or they meet this wonderful guy based on how they look. They hang out for two weeks and they already feel like because their personalities are already clashing. Invite them to, you know, each other's house and space and they automatically sleep together. And after they sleep together, conversations are starting to die. And then you have women in the corner. Oh, what did I do? He's probably talking to somebody else. And then the men's like, yeah, she gave it up to me already. I don't need nothing else from her. I don't know if I'm feeling her because the sex wasn't on point. And then what happens? It becomes a cycle. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah I, it, I, you know, Catch-22 is say y'all um, do everything you're supposed to and uh, you wait. I mean, you start dating and everything's good. Months down the line and you guys finally have sex and the sex sucks. What's the difference? But that's the thing. <laughs> like, I, in sex, any scenario sex in, really in, in this scenario okay i get it i totally get it but is sex really a deal breaker yes okay hell yeah hell yes what listen let me oh man okay let me scooby-dooby-doo listen <laughs> for real this listen, I, I don't care we don't have a part two for this I one yeah i don't care what anybody tells you okay sex is it is like, especially in newer relationship, 60% of what drives the relationship is sexual. 
And it doesn't necessarily have to be the actual act of sex. Thoughts, words, actions, anything sexual is part of quote unquote sex. Mind mm-hmm. sex, you know, oral sex, like anything that you could think of is there. And it is extremely, extremely, extremely important. And we are adults. Okay. We are adults. I don't want to talk about this too much, but I will say this. As an adult, y'all need to grow up. If you think, if you fem- if you women think that your uh, rose that you have between your legs is that special, I feel sorry for you. Baby, that was a true statement. This is where I was getting at, too. Continue. Go ahead. Gentlemen, if you think that what is dangling in front of you is a magic stick, I feel bad for y'all because there's no such thing. No matter who you think you are, there's always going to be somebody greater, smarter, better, better in bed, better outside of bed, better inside and outside of bed. There's always going to be somebody better than you. What you have in between your legs and out front of you is not what makes you special and is not what's going to keep that man or woman there. I am I'm 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 sick of hearing women say, you know, what what's so big about it? Once you have one, then there's no reason to go for other. Do y'all really feel and think that all y'all feel the same? I I don't understand that. And gentlemen, do you really believe that that stick that you have that made maybe one woman come will make every woman come? Y'all got to be out of your damn minds, people. Like, oh my God! Can we say Amen? We need to grow up. We need to grow up. When you get to a certain stage in life, and again, this is not age based. This is an intellectual based conversation here. And what I mean by grow up is understand what this world is about. If you are not a complete human being complete that means your mind your body and soul have to be in sync there is no reason for you to go out and seek anything from anybody else i'll tell you that right now and here's the thing you can tell okay you can tell and this goes back to the first point that i've made If you've already seen the flags and if you've already seen that somebody is not interested in you and if you've already seen certain things and you're still putting out, stop putting out. I'm speaking to my ladies. Stop putting out. Stop like literally giving, giving, giving and you're not getting anything. If a man, uh, listen, a man and, and please, brother, correct me if I'm wrong. A man knows when they want somebody. 
A man knows when they are ready for a relationship. A man knows when he's mentally, financially, spiritually, and emotionally ready to be with a woman. He knows when it's time to settle down. So if you're sitting there and he's not showing you all the things that you believe that in your life at that point that you're ready for, then can we? why aren't we taking it as a sign? Interject one thing here. Men and women know when they're ready to be in a relationship. The reason why you should take your time when getting to know somebody is you need to take time to find out if that person is the right person to be in a relationship with. And that is what it is. You know, yes, men know whether or not they want to be in one. At least in their mind, they think that they do. A lot of men really just want the companionship. And I've told you all this time and time again. They seek companionship. Men need it. They want it. If we're being biblical, I'm sorry for other people of other religions, but I can deal with the Bible because I've read it. If we're dealing with things such as love and everything else, Men don't desire the love, they desire the companionship. That is why Eve was here. Eve was not created for a man to love. Eve was created for a man to have a companion, a human companion. I need y'all people to take that in and understand. God created man out of love. He did not create a woman to love a man. Mm-hmm. He created a woman to be a companion for a man. And the reason why we continue to have relationships and, 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 and reproduce and everything else is because you need another person in your life. And again, I say this wholeheartedly mm-hmm. to my melanated warriors, to my Caribbean people, we need to grow up. And start to recognize the frequencies and the energies that we are giving out for these people. Nathy G is, is, is talking about things that she bang on with, with women. Yeah. Because she's seen it and she's heard it too many times. And I've seen and heard too many stories from both ends. I'm not an old man, but I'm old enough to recognize and have seen so many things that we really need to start checking ourselves before before we go off and start bad mouthing other people you get what i mean like yeah and take accountability take accountability learn to accept that you can make mistakes and grow from it a lot of people cannot do that because they have their pride messing things up for them listen i'm gonna because we only have a few more minutes left I'm just going to leave this here with, and then we go into another episode, a second part two with this episode. When you make a mistake, for me, for example, I've made tons of mistakes in my life. I'm still young. I'm still learning. But there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing, nothing in this world that makes me feel better knowing that I've owned my mistakes and willing to apply what I've learned to not let it happen again in the future. It's okay. It's okay to make your mistakes and own it up. There's no reason why somebody should fear of, you know, make it a pride thing for them not to. Take accountability for your actions in order to learn, listen, talk less, 
and grow. That's just my thing. That's big. That's big. That's big. She's speaking the truth. That's facts. That's facts. Make sure we get bells and whistles with that one. Horns. Like, that's facts, people. Um, yeah. Nah, that's facts. It's deep, too. Uh, what are you saying? We 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 gonna do a part two next week? Yeah, because there's so much. There is so much that I've I've actually written down here. <laughs> um, I I like I like that. And, and people remember, um, we not giving out advice. We talking about life experiences, right? And if it doesn't apply to you, don't be mad. And if it does apply to you, don't be mad. <laughs> like 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 don't do that don't don't do that talk silky to me it is is a podcast built on talking everything out smoothly as a grown-up and having that conversation that men and women need to have yeah uh net net, uh listen man i I'm, i'm gonna tell people this um, and I'm gonna big you up on this one. People, listen, Talk Silky to me is Nat G's baby. She created this, right? Like, this is her her genius. She has allowed me to be her partner in crime on this journey of life as we go through it. And I appreciate Nat with this. Uh, my boy put us together thinking that we would be good at this, and you know, for once in his entire life, he was right. Um <laughs> Um, but it's, it, it's, it, this is, this is, this is food for thought, food for the soul people. Um, energy is big yeah. and y'all need to control it. Uh, Nat, what's your IG again? Once again, it's Natty Buddy. So N-A-T-T-I-I-B-U-D-D-Y. And yours? And mine is B-R-U-T-H-A-S-I-L. K A A A Walk. I'm extra like that. I'm still Farian. It's in the building. Uh, people, listen. Talk silky to me. T A L K T O M E is on IG and Twitter. Y'all gotta add us. Yeah. Let us know what's good. Um, and and we're gonna be at this next week. I'm I'm gonna give my silky uh, thought of the day right now. Um, Before you give your silky thought, I I don't want to forget this. Please feel free to hit us up on social media. You can join in on our conversations. We can hook it up where you can actually call in and join in on a conversation and give your opinions about some of the stuff that we're talking about. So if you want to be a part of our show, come on, let's let's talk it out. Hit us up on IG, hit us up on Twitter Uh, and, and people, man, black history, right? We are black hosts. Uh, this is a black show for our people. Um, let's improve it. Let's make it great. Um, and let's yeah. make it for everybody. You know, we, we may be the hosts, but y'all are the participants. Y'all are one of the ones who exactly. make who make this happen. So keep bringing Happened. in, yep. yeah, keep bringing in the questions and everything else because it's been a beautiful time, beautiful thing. Um, I, I will say. Uh, Brother Silky's uh, Silky thought of the day is this Um, When you go through life And you wake up in the morning And you are doing things uh, Without thought The day goes by faster And what I mean by that is 
when you're at an event or an amusement park and you go from ride to ride you don't plan out your day of which rides to go how long it's going to take and everything else because it's an impossibility what you do is you go out you go with that feeling and you just enjoy it and there's a reason that you do that because life is meant to be enjoyed it is not meant to be a thought out process that takes up all of your time sometimes people in life you wake up and you just need to say what the fuck and just invo- and just enjoy it mm-hmm. all right people girl what the fuck is the name of this episode what the fuck my name my, my name is brother silky what the fuck my co-host name is natty g and this is talk silky to me we'll be out we'll talk to you next week peace bye